G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. The act of marriage cannot take place in the midst of unresolved conflict. Hi, and welcome to Today with Jeff Vines. Today we'll continue Pastor Jeff's message, Bedroom, Battleground, Playground. He's talking about the gift of intimacy within the marriage relationship. He shares what the act of marriage means for both men and women and brings us some truths from Scripture. If we're going to be able to have the impact on the world for Jesus Christ that we've been called to have, that we down deep inside want to have, then we're going to have to have strong homes. Today with Jeff Vines and the conclusion of Bedroom, Battleground, Playground. But that brings me to the second principle. The act of marriage is to your husband what affection is to you. Do you hear that? The act of marriage is to your husband what affection is to you. A husband's craving for the act of marriage is no more selfish than a wife's craving for affection. It's the same thing. Think about ladies. Affection is to you what lingerie is to men. A guy can have a horrible day. His relationship with his wife's not going well. He walks in the door. There she is to greet him in lingerie. That's one of the dreams that he has, by the way. It never actually happens. But she's there, she's there to meet him in lingerie. Man, within second, boom, the launch sequence has been activated. Right? But the point is, you're mistaken if you think you can't activate the launch sequence of your wife. It just doesn't happen with you in Speedos. This is where most couples get into trouble because young couple get married. And again, I go back, the the woman is thinking, okay, I'm going to give my heart to this guy because I'm a front burner item. He values me. He treasures me. He takes me on long walks. He takes me for cups of coffee. He actually talks to me about what I like, what I don't like. This guy values me. I'm a front burner item. They get married. What does he do? He starts making a name for himself in the corporate world and she becomes a back burner item. And it, it shocks her. So she starts almost from the get-go to emotionally withdraw. But she didn't start it, he did. All the attention that she got in the courting phase has now shifted and moved. And now he's out there and he thinks he can just mosey on home and all of a sudden she's ready. Doesn't happen like that. At the same time, from the man's perspective, he can't figure out what's going on. He thought he had a sex partner for life. And now he's, he, he's learning that it doesn't happen this way, that... The launch sequence is activated different ways and he gets confused and then he starts to feel rejected. And then the death spiral starts happening because the thing that will motivate him toward more emotional contact is the act of marriage. But the thing that will motivate her toward the act of marriage is more emotional contact. So one is waiting on the other to fire. And so they both start separating, going their own ways until one day they look at each other and they say, I don't, I don't love you. I don't even like you. And it's all the frustration that has been building up, which leads me to the third fact. And that's this, the act of marriage reassures your husband of his manhood. That's why this thing just gets compounded. 
Stephen Covey talks about emotional deposits and withdrawals. Remember, we talked about that. When your husband comes home, he's been beaten up all day out there. And when he comes home, and, and maybe you've been beaten up all, uh, all day as well as a wife out in the business or work or whatever. But when you come home together, there needs to be a deposit, not a withdrawal. And I want to tell you something about your man, ladies, you may not know. But when you enter into the act of marriage with your husband, man, he regains his confidence to face the world. He's reinvigorated to go out and make his mark on the world. His leadership bucket is filled. In other words, he believes in his own manhood. You, you, you say, man, do we really have that much power? Yeah, you do. Which is why it's wrong when you use sex as a tool to get what you want and you withhold it from your husband until he does what you want him to do and then you give in. That, that's sinful and wrong. That's not how intimacy was designed to be used by God. I can tell you this, every man I've talked to in my own experience is when things are good at home with the wife, things are good out there. When things are not good with the wife, it doesn't matter how good they are out there, they're still not good. And when Robin and I went through this difficult time when I was just, it was really ignorance. I, I, I did not understand why we were doing this. I, I thought it was her. She thinks it's me. We don't talk. We just keep going that way. And I remember every morning during that two and a half years of my life, I would just walk out the front door deflated, dejected, no confidence, no self-esteem, weak. But thank God I had somebody who cared enough about me to say, look, man, Jeff, you might be the common denominator. It might be, it might be your fault, or at least some of it. I started going to counseling and we went to counseling together. And then I learned, wow, I've been speaking a love language that she doesn't understand. You know what I'm saying? Let's go back. We guys are just, nobody taught us. And so I'd go down uh, in the uh, basement and I'd work out. I'd come up, my jeans down a little bit, my shirt off. Right, right, right. Because you know why? Why? Because we guys think that they are sight oriented like we are. So we're thinking, you know, things happen good, but I'll work her up here. <laughs> you know, what are you doing, honey? I've been down working out. <laughs> and of course, she used to say me like, you're an idiot. <laughs> but when I learned what I'm going to talk about in a moment with the husbands, when I learned that there's a different way to connect, there's actually much more powerful. And much more passionate. Then I remember the change. I'd walk out the door every morning. And I wasn't weak, Jeff. I was big, strong, Jeff. I'm going to go out and change the world. Boom. You just, there's a feeling of power that, and, and confidence when things are good at home with your wife. Behind every great man is a woman with whom he's intimate. Now, let me talk to the husbands for a moment. Number one, the act of marriage for a woman is the result of deep emotional and spiritual connection. Going down to the weight room and coming up in your skivvies or your speedos just won't do it. What it takes is that your wife must feel that you have a genuine interest in her. And so what I learned in that experience of my wife and I separating was that those date nights once a week where I looked across the table and we had coffee and I said, what do you need from me that you're not getting? You know, what are your hopes and dreams? Do you want children? What do you see for the kids? And I started to see a change and shift in her body language. And again, I don't want to be crass, but I, there were sometimes 
if I could, you know, this is in the Bible. There was just sometimes we would be having coffee and I would be asking these questions. I'd be looking into her eyes. We'd be talking and having conversation. And then I'd get the look. And I would know inside, she wants me. (laughs) She's got to feel, you know, one time my wife said this to me. I wish you put as much effort into understanding me as you do understanding people far from God. Do you hear what she's saying? She's got to feel like that you appreciate her and the contribution she's making in the family's life. There's an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond when Marie and Frank are at it again. And Marie looks at Frank and she says, you've never appreciated me. You've never cared about how hard I work just to serve you and the kids. And Frank says, hey, I don't have to care. That's your job. If you see your wife as a subservient whose job it is to take care of your house and do your cleaning and washing, good luck in bed. That's called not respecting the contribution she makes. Proverbs 25 says, words aptly spoken are like apples of gold and settings of silver. There's a, a scene in the old comedy, according to Jim, Courtney Smith plays the role of the wife and they're talking about their lack of intimacy. And finally, she can't hold back anymore. And she looks at Jim and she says, it's so nice to know that when you and I are engaged in the act of marriage, we're both thinking about the same thing. You. You understand? Our wife is not some object, but it's someone that God has given and trusted us to, to lead spiritually, to pray with, to discover. And it's a lifetime of discovery. When I learned after those seven years in New Zealand of the power of sacrifice and what happens when I forego my own selfish agenda from time to time to meet the needs and the wishes and desires of my wife, And I began to realize that these little acts of sacrifice register deeply in the psyche of the feminine mind. That when I put the kids to bed, when I run the vacuum cleaner, when I make her a cup of tea, when I turn off the television, this does for her what lingerie does for me. It might be one minute versus one week. Nevertheless, she's got to know that I care, I value, and I respect her. And when she does, she will give herself to her husband. Now, I, you know, I, we men are little boys. And I will tell you that when I empty the dishwasher, I will say, honey, look, I'm emptying the dishwasher. <laughs> honey, look, I'm vacuuming. Did you see me vacuum? I did the whole downstairs. <laughs> and it might take four or five days of that. See, some of you guys are going to I'm going to go home and run the vacuum. Well, No, 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 no. This is not a magic pill. This is simply a way of life. And when I bring Robin a cup of tea and we sit and we talk out on the back deck or when I ask her, hey, where do you want to go for vacation next time? What do you want to do? And I'll tell you, there's something else. The man who is too busy climbing the corporate ladder or too preoccupied with life to rain down daily doses of affection on his wife That's a man who's going to be incredibly frustrated with his wife's disinterest in the act of marriage. Your wife knows what you're living for, guys. And she knows if you're living for something that is temporary and it's more important to you to have cars and houses than it is to spend time with her, she would rather have you than the big houses and the cars. Now, she'll take them both, but she would rather have you. She would rather have you if she has to choose between the two. This is Today with Jeff Vines. His message, Bedroom, Battleground, Playground, is about physical intimacy in marriage and how it means different things to men and women. Let's continue with Pastor Jeff. The act of marriage for a woman is the result of deep emotional and spiritual connection. 
Two and finally, and stay with me, the end, the act of marriage cannot take place in the midst of unresolved conflict. This is one of the main issues with couples. I had a friend in college. He and his wife loved each other, man. They had a child together. When the child was two years old, the child passed away. And I saw this strong Christian couple who loved each other not deal with this conflict. And it grew bigger and bigger and bigger until a few years later, his words were, we looked up at it one day to each other and said, man, I don't even not love you. I don't even like you. Sometimes it comes in financial. A lot of times it comes in financial areas. And that's where the husband or the wife lives above their means and you're in constant credit card debt and you're a constant financial chain on you. And no one is able, let's say, no one is willing to make the decision, hey, let's make a budget and let's live so we don't have this financial stress. When there's financial conflict and it's unresolved and nobody's leading the way, intimacy's not going to be good. It's just like a chain. It's like something hanging constantly over your head. And the woman or the man, they lose respect for each other. Sometimes it's a family issue. The father has not truly left and cleft. So he doesn't defend his wife in front of the mother-in-law. And that family conflict, because neither the husband or the wife have truly left and made the wife or the husband the object of their ultimate affection, then the wife or the husband know that the family knows that the family is more important than they are. That's an unresolved conflict. It builds, it builds, it builds an intimacy. Wounded, hurt, sometimes dies. Sometimes it's because we refuse to draw boundaries in the lives of our children. So we think the easiest way to deal with children when they're six, seven, eight years old is to give them some potato chips, put them in the front of the television until midnight until they fall asleep. The problem with that is you're going to pay for that later because you've drawn no boundaries. And second, you're going to pay for it now because there's going to be no time for intimacy for mother and father. So often when young kids come around, that's when the marriage starts to disintegrate. Unresolved issues. Do not ignore these things and don't ever fall for the lie that just because you married a Christian, they will never leave you. There have been many men sit in counseling offices and finally the counselor would sit across the table and say to the guy, so what you're telling me is your wife should stay with you because she's a Christ follower, not because you're a good husband. I can tell you that affairs tend to happen in two primary occasions. One, when the husband feels that his wife has zero desire for him. Or two, when the wife feels that her husband has no concern about connecting emotionally to her. When both those things happen, the marriage is doomed. I have a friend of mine, strong Christian man, good guy. And he looked at me. And he tried to make it sound like he was doing a worthy thing, an honorable thing. But he said, you know what? No, I love my wife. My wife loves me, but she has no desire for me. And the hurt and the pain behind his eyes, he could not, could not disguise. No man wants to know that about his wife. And don't you know that Satan is an opportunist, which is why the Bible says, be careful. Because if you refrain from giving yourself to your husband or from giving yourself to your wife. Satan is like a lion and he's roaming, seeking whom he may devour. And he hits you at your most weak and vulnerable time, which is why in those times when Robin and I were going through that little phase, it's amazing how an old girlfriend will text or Facebook. You think it's wow. Now, some of us are so sick. We think this is God reassuring me. No, it's the devil trying to break up your marriage. 
Let me read it to you again, okay? One more time. The husband should fulfill his marital duty to his wife and likewise the wife to her husband. The wife's body does not belong to her alone, but also to her husband. In the same way, the husband's body does not belong to him alone, but also to his wife. Do not deprive each other except by mutual consent and for a time so that you may devote yourselves to prayer and then come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. This is so powerful. He says, even in those times when you decide you're going to refrain or restrain for the sake of prayer and devotion, don't do it too long. Can you imagine the Bible saying that? Don't pray too long. Because temptation will come, come back together. Here are the lessons that I learned from scripture. One, sex is sacred, given by God to be expressed in the context of marriage. And if you're a young person out there right now and you're single, but you have a boyfriend or girlfriend and you're sleeping with your boyfriend or girlfriend, you need to know that you're violating the full covenant, full body relationship that God gave to you. And if you don't honor God in this, why should you expect him to honor you when the marriage comes? Full covenant brings full intimacy and only when full covenant is made. And three, sex is a privilege, but it's also a responsibility. Now, if you're in the room and here's what you're saying, Pastor Jeff, I really want to be a Christ follower, but I got to be honest. I have zero desire for my husband or I have zero desire for my wife. Can't we just live out our days and just forget this? Well, you can, but it's incredibly risky and it's a violation of the word of God. You see, but Pastor Jeff, you can't change my feelings. You're wrong. There are so many reasons why a husband or a wife may lose interest in the physical side of the relationship. There's a gazillion reasons why. And there's no way I have time to go through them. But I can tell you the marriage that you're looking for is not with somebody else. It's with the marriage partner you're married to. If you're willing to do the work of healing. Jesus' specialty is to bind the wounds of the brokenhearted, to restore and to redeem. And what if I told you that you were willing to put one, even two years into this, and then the rest of your life, you would experience what God intended you to experience? Would you be willing to do it? Because it's not a quick fix. Some guys will come to me and say, now, this is going to be, this is going to be hurtful and it's going to be hard. And I know that it's hard for me to say this, and some of you are going you're gonna to struggle with this, but if I can't be honest, why can't I be? I've had guys come to me and say, Pastor Jeff, I, I, I give up. My wife has no interest in me. And sometimes, on some occasions, I've said, why would she? What do you mean? Well, dude, you spend 80 hours a week working. You're never home. You think you can just walk home, go into the bedroom, turn the lights out, and that's it? It doesn't work like that. Some cases I've said, why would she in a different format? I've said, why would she? What do you mean? Dude, maybe you could comb your hair every once in a while. <laughs> oh, I'm being serious. Maybe you could use deodorant. Maybe you could make yourself a little bit more presentable. Maybe you can back off the cheeseburgers. <laughs> it's true. There's a thousand. It could be a sexual abuse at a younger age. It could be that something happened. The point is, you can't just let it die. And you can't think that by ignoring the giant, he will go away. You have to get into some good counseling and find out what the real problem is because you can restore. There is hope on the other side. 
This is a Jesus who gave you a wonderful gift, who wants you to experience the abundant life. The thief came to kill and destroy, so maybe he's done exactly that to you. But whatever he does, Christ is more powerful. Whatever he throws at you, Christ can overcome. Whatever he does to you, Christ can overwhelm. And whatever it is you think you can't get back, you're devaluing the power and the blood of Jesus to come in and through scripture and through the divine word and through divine help and the power and penetration of the spirit in your life, you can get that marriage that you've always wanted. So here's what I want to challenge you to do. One, go to ccvsocal.com slash date. That's a good start for some of you. And we've given you a bunch of ideas of how to start going on those dates to emotionally connect to your wife again. Some of you, you need more than just a couple of ideas. You need a weekend away. You need to get started. You need a transformational experience. Go to refreshingyourmarriage.com. It's a fabulous marriage ministry. Refreshingyourmarriage.com. The next one is down in Irvine in January. If you're struggling in this area, man, guys, take the lead. Go online, refreshingyourmarriage.com. Sign up. Say, I want to go down to Irvine at Mariner's Church, and I want to be part of this, and I'm going to restore my marriage. Whatever you have to do, you can win. By the way, I got an email just quickly last night. It was from a lady. She didn't put her name. And usually I don't read emails if you don't sign your name. But this one intrigued me too much. (laughs) The way she started it, which is another thing. But she said, hey, every time I hear preachers talk about this, they leave out an important part. And I said, what's that? Sometimes it's the woman who has the desire for intimacy and the man doesn't. Yes, I know that. And I'm saying the same thing is true there. There's a problem. This is not the way we've been wired. It's not the way God has made us. Get into some good Christian counseling, find out what the issue is and bring the two back together. Because when you do, if I can just say, those two and a half years of my life, as difficult as they were, they were worth every, every ounce of effort to go to counseling and discover the love language of my wife and know how she works and how she ticks. And even though foreplay might last a week, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow (laughs) is worth it all. Father, thank you so much for the power of your love and the power of imagery and scripture of your covenant to us and how you have placed your spirit in us and how this is a very sacred topic. I pray for the marriages at our church. I pray they would grow. They would prosper. I pray there'd be courage in this room to say, you know what? I've settled for this and this is not how life is supposed to be. I pray that they would have the gumption, the courage, and the power of the spirit to do what it takes for restoration reconciliation, healing. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us on Today with Jeff Vines. That was the end of Bedroom, Battleground, Playground. If this has prompted you to seek help in your marriage, please contact us through our website for counselling guidance. Visit vision.org. Today with Jeff Vines, just another way vision is connecting faith to your life. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.